Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. All right, so let's talk about Lane Kiffin. And uh, Rob G, was this a, what was this, the introductory... Yes, SEC Media Day. And so before anybody, reporters, asked him any question, he wanted to get something off of his chest. And basically he claimed he was for players with the NIL money. Like he claimed he was for it and um, and and claimed he was like pro player or whatever or supports the players and then went on to basically rip the players and say – uh, that the NIL money uh, is no good and that uh, that they're free agents, you know, basically because they the portal, they can leave anytime, Dave. You know, like it's not like before yeah. where you had to sit out and and it was hard for you to transfer. Uh, listen to uh, Lane Kiffin. When everybody was like, oh, we got this NIL, it's great. And, you know, in this portal, it's great. Uh, whoa. And I'm not saying I was the only one saying, I'm like, whoa, this is a disaster coming because you just legalized cheating and and you just told donors they can pay the players. That's what you did. And then, you know, it's supposed to be set up, well, it's really for your name, image, likeness, for your marketing. That's not what's happening. They're getting paid to go to school, so it's paid for play. I'm sorry, Dave. You know what? These coaches, they kill me, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change Lane Kiffin's name today after that. I'm going to call him Lame Kiffin. Because that was a lame attempt to rip the players who have basically been bamboozled and robbed and used 
And these same damn coaches have the nerve, Dave, to get up there and point a finger. They're making eight, ten, twelve million dollars coaching college, and they don't, before the kids couldn't even get a free pizza from somebody, they could kick them out of school. Now they're getting the money, and then he's making it like, well, they made it legal to cheat. Dude, they've been paying kids under the table forever. Now if the money's above board, I'd rather that. And before they held these kids hostage, you couldn't transfer. You know, uh, you would have to sit out a year, waste your time in college. You know, like they, they deterred you from leaving the program. The same coaches who have a problem, Dave are the ones who leave the kids high and dry, who wa- who went to their living room with their parents, told them how they wanted them to come to their school and they're going to take care of them and they care about your kid and all that. They get a bigger deal. They bounce and leave your kid high and dry. Another co- coach comes in and your kid can't play because he bought his own kids. And this is the same lame Kiffin who left Tennessee after a year to go to USC. Did, did he apologize to those kids? Come on, man. These guys, are they're all the same. They're phony to the core, and they're hypocrites. Lame Kiffin, you're a hypocrite. The kids have been taken advantage of for a long time. Finally, finally, they're getting some, some due. You know how much money college football makes, Dave, and they weren't paying those kids jack and try to tell them, well, you're getting an education. You should just be happy with that. Please. Well, Rob, I think you, you made every point, Rob. Um, Lane Kiffin is, is, at the end of the day, is thinking about Lane Kiffin. And he is probably sitting around wondering how much NIL money they have. Right, worried about he's, it. He's worried about how much they have. Because, again, he's, we talked earlier about the salaries of – a college coach these days. Some of these guys, what, what did you say, Rob? Eight? Nine, Ten? Ten million, million. million dollars? What, what is uh, uh, Nick Saban making, Rob? Do you look it up? You know, but, the coach but, like that, they're again, making big money. Of over five million a year, right? I mean, these coaches making a lot of money. So, so, so Lane uh, Kiffin is thinking Saban about, is just under 11. 11 yeah, million? Like, yeah. Think about that. Oh, totally. Okay, so there is a huge incentive for these coaches uh, to win and get even bigger contracts, Rob. So Lane Kiffin is in a situation where he has to compete uh, on a different level for these young athletes that are, you know, in high school. And he doesn't like it. He likes how it used to be, how basically the schools and the coaches had way more rights. They, See, they, they were they running way, everything. Way, way they were dictators, now. and right. they and they held your playing time yeah. and your career in the yeah. balance. Yeah, but let but let's also, I, I think, look at it uh, another perspective of this too. Rob is, you're gonna have, you're always gonna have the young kids who they really want to play in the NFL. They're gonna work hard. That's their passion. That's their love. Uh, but I think what you're now gonna get is a lot of these kids who could care less about playing in the NFL. They're going to see how much money they can get in college. Okay. And, but I still think you'll still have the guys who really, really want to play in the league, but it it is literally going to be guys transferring schools a lot. And it's going to hurt some guys. I think they're the guys who think, 
I can transfer every year to go after more money. Right. Uh, sometimes think that that's that's the best way to go about make as much money as I can in college, knowing that I'm also going to go to the NFL. I, I think you're going to see guys make bad moves getting in the portal as much as they're getting in the portal now because everyone assumes that when they get in the portal that someone's going to pick them up or they're going to go to a better a better situation. And there's a lot of guys that get left at home. Oh, yeah. Rob, no, it's not. A lot it, of guys. It, it is definitely not. There are pitfalls and all that. Right. Right. But, again, I'm I'm all for the young kids uh, getting as much money as they can get. Because we talked about this earlier, Rob. Football is an extremely difficult, tough sport on the body. And you look at the NFL, Rob, and we discussed this, you know, how bad the union is. How you know, you once, you're wait. Done playing. once you're done playing, I mean, the average career is what three and a half years, and once you're done playing, you have to you got a five year grace period before your pension kicks in, and that's only for five years. Still in your thirties, I mean, it, it's pretty raggedy the whole world of football from college continuing on into the NFL for the player. It is because they look so, at the players as disposable, Dave. You know that. We're seeing it with the running backs. So you have Run to you get up as for five much years, as, right? And then they don't want you anymore. You have to get as much as you can as soon as you can because just myself being a, a former athlete, as soon as we can't do anything on that field, there is no love loss from the organizations. They're moving on to the next young player, the the next guy. Okay, so these young guys, you have to get as much as you can. I get it, but but, but be careful because sometimes you know all money ain't good money. Sometimes you can get, be getting some good money somewhere, but the team is terrible, the coaching is bad, You're bad really situation get, for bad you, bad situation right. for you. Yeah, you got a little bit more money. But now you don't reach your dream of playing in the NFL. I, I just don't understand why. And I guess some of these old school coaches and they've been around and to see things change. Life evolves, okay? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. to 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 yeah. have these kids, there's nothing wrong with what they're doing. You know what you're worth, Dave? You're worth what someone's willing to pay you. Yeah. That's what that's what we all are worth in yeah. this world. Is Tom Brady worth thirty seven and a half million dollars to do football games for Fox? For, for Fox, he is, and that's yeah. what they're paying him, right? That's what he's worth. Wow. What someone's willing to wow. what someone, $37.5 million is what he's going to get paid to do 17 football games a year. Man. Okay? He wasn't making that to play football. Forget about broadcasting today, but my point is Lane Kiffin and these guys, and again, I, his, his new name to me is Lame. Lame Kiffin, because for him to come out with this agenda, nobody even asked him a question. Yeah. And I hope some of the yeah. reporters pushed back and asked him about the money he makes and when he left the kids at and Tennessee high and high and dry. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, what, did you? Hey. So you screwed those kids. What, that's what I would ask them. Rob, I know enough former athletes in all the sports that have told me stories of that college coach standing in the living room. Making all these promises. Promises to their parents, making right? Making all these promises. I'm going to take care of your baby. You know what I'm saying? And then leaving after a year or leaving after two years at the next best advantage for them. For them. And Lane Kiffin, he, he's the last person that should be standing on the hill talking like this. Unbelievable. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's welcome in our next guest, Lindell White, the former NFL running back, of course, uh, he was drafted by the Tennessee Titans, also played for the Seahawks and the Broncos, and played college football at USC. Uh, Lendell, welcome to the Odd Couple. How are you, buddy? appreciate y'all having me. How you guys doing? Man, yeah, good. no doubt we're doing great. Uh, this is a great time to talk to. There's so many things uh, yeah. on the plate. Let me start with uh, Lane Kiffin. I'll call him Lame Kiffin, who basically, uh, you know, is chastising the college kids with the NIL money and that they can now, the transfer portal, if they're, they're not happy in the situation that they're in or the coach is not playing them or whatever it is, they can move on and not have to sit out. Where are you on this now that the college kids, and you played at USC, have a little more control about their time in college? Okay, I'm, I'm split on it. Uh, only because, like, I'm, I don't run from competition. If, if you're running from competition and that's the reason why you want to transfer, then I feel some type of way. And, you know, I, I feel like, you know, you need to suck it up and, and figure out how to, you know, get on the field. But if you're transferring because you figure you could make a lot more money or, you know, make more money somewhere else, I don't see what's wrong with that. You know, coaches – Every time they they'll, they'll be with a team, and then as soon as another team offers them more money or a bigger position, they leave all the time. So, you know, if the coaches start showing loyalty, maybe the kids will. But you know, it's a, it's a game like that. So I don't I don't see it stopping anytime soon. And I'm, I'm happy that the kids actually can do this now because it it, lead, it levels the uh, playing field. Hey, Lindell, David Justice here, man. First, I want to start out by saying, man, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for the excitement that you gave me and all of us who watched you in college because you played for one of the greatest college teams. Every Saturday was exciting to wait for USC to come on and to watch you tote that rock, man, and the way you played, man, I just want to thank you for bringing a lot of excitement onto my TV, my man. <laughs> I just want to thank you. And that, and that national championship game with Vince Young on that last play, oh, brother. Man. Man, let me, hey, 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 Lindell, we'll get back to, to this, but let me ask you a question. Before that last play, brother, yeah. what were you doing? Were you were you sitting on a bench? What were you thinking, man? What what was the feeling like on the on the bench before that last play? Uh, um, David, I first I gotta tell you, man, you a go too, bro. I do, you know, I know I might be younger than you, but I've been watching you play my whole life, man. Appreciate was, it. You were the reason why I was, you know, Yankee, Cleveland, all that. I, I watched you for sure, so I got to give you your flowers as well. Um, but with that being said, man, uh, you asked me what I was thinking. It's crazy yeah. because I can clearly remember just watching over on the sideline and seeing Vince Young, like, dancing. And the crowd was, like, just going crazy. And it's like, man, he's still down. They don't even have the ball back yet. You know, we're about to punt it back to him, but he's over there just dancing and going crazy. And that's just – you know, like, after I got to know him, I understood what it meant. But, like, seeing that just – you can understand, like, why Vince, you know, had so much passion and how, why he was so good because he always he, – he wanted moments like that. There were so many moments that people told him he couldn't do something or he wasn't going to do anything. And for him to be able to be in that moment at that time, you know, he, he wasn't going to let that pass by. 
especially since he had just lost that Heisman to Rex Bush, man. He, there was so much anger built up in that guy that he wasn't going to let that moment slip. Man, that's one still today. Before that game, Lindell, I'm I'm talking junk with the book with the fellas because you know we all think we know what we're talking about. And I was yeah. like, listen, either USC is gonna blow them out, or Vince Young gonna score on the last play of the game. Really? That's, that's literally what about? I said yep. before the game. Literally. Dang. And then he scores on the last play. I'm like, man, it's got to be one of the best games ever. Oh, that was a great. But game. Lindell, let's switch. I want to ask you, because uh, 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 you know you're a running back, and you see yeah. how the. It seems like they are sliding the importance of running backs in the game now. You see with Jacobs and uh, I know Saquon Saquon, Saquon, Saquon hasn't. You know I don't think he's going to show up. May not show up. What what is it? What has changed in the game to make them devalue running backs the way they do? I'm honestly I'm I'm, I'm questioning it. And I don't understand what what's happened. And, it makes you wonder because when you look at the, the Super Bowl teams and people that were able to finish at the end of the year, they they had somebody that can come in and run the ball, whether it be a playoff yep. Lenny, you know, how he got the name. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I can go name other people, but even Damian Jones down in Kansas City, he, had a, he came off and made some plays. But mm-hmm. it's, it's just amazing that when you, you – during the season you give a guy, you know, I don't know – 300 carries and you give him another 40 catches, but then at the end, at the end of the year, you say he's washed up and used and you don't need him. You can go draft somebody that just did what he's done. It's amazing. I don't see too many Ezekiel Elliott's out there. I don't see too many Josh Jacobs. I don't see those players every day. So it's like when you got players that can come in and hit these home runs and make plays and, and, and keep the, the defense honest, and I mean that because we can turn into such a throwing league, that, you know, guys like Josh Jacob and Saquon, they make you keep an extra guy in that box to make it easier for the passing. So I don't understand where the devalue comes in and why they don't play them. I don't understand how kickers, you know, on the average make more than running backs. It's, it's, it's really disgraceful where the league is leaning, man. And I hope that they find a way to do something to band the, you know, the brothers back together and get those, those guys paid because – they get the most carries. They, they get banged up the most, you know, and it's like, you know, I heard a GM say, I wouldn't pay him at all. I'll just, you know, draft another guy high, get him for five, use him up for five years, and then redo it all over again. It's like, that's ridiculous. It, it, it is. Look at Josh Jacobs in, in, uh, in Las Vegas. He led the league in rushing, and they they won't pay him. So, so yeah. Lindell, like, like you're not even paying people who are productive. And right. here's the other part I'm going to say is like if one uh, running back doesn't it doesn't work out on their deal, they blame all running Oh, see, yeah. they shouldn't have oh, given yeah. uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell that deal, and, you know, that was a bad deal. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott, that was a bad deal. But if you nobody says don't pay Patrick Mahomes because Carson Wentz had a bad contract and he didn't perform up to his, I, does that yeah. make sense to you? No, it's it's crazy. Like I said, like when you look at the the number since 2015, what the franchise tags is for the, the the quarterback. I think it went from 18 million to 32 million for a franchise tag. Um, for linebackers, it went from like 10 to 20 million. Uh, for a running back, it went from 10.9 million to 10.09. That's crazy. <laughs> It's like, yes, it, it, it amazes me. But, you know, CJ 2K is one of my good friends, and we were talking on my podcast the other day. When he went in, he demanded that they played him as a playmaker, and it made sense because, when you again, when you have 300 carries rushing and then another 50 catching, you're not just a running back at that point. You're somebody that has to have the ball. You're 50% of the offense. 
you should be played like a playmaker. So hopefully that these guys get their agents together or whoever they got representing them and they figure out something because they're not just an average player. You can't tell me that somebody that's protecting your quarterback that also has to get 300 carries and then you want him to catch three or another 50 balls out the backfield is an average player. That's absolutely bullcrap. Our guest is Lendell White, the former NFL running back. He also is the co-host of the podcast Smash and Dash. Uh, yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you because and you said it yourself. The running back is getting the 300 carries, the pounding, the tackling. You know, he's got to protect the quarterback. And and just everything – and, and all championship teams need to have a running you game. Gotta run you got to have gotta a running run game. You got to run the football. You have to. I, like, these coaches are – And I don't understand – I just don't understand the de- devaluing of that position as if it's a meaningless position and also as if it's a position that – we're just going to pound this young running back for five years, use him up, get as much as we can out of him, and, and then, then we're just going to throw him to the scrap heap and, and go get another young running back. I just don't like that. I don't like that move. Well, well, we can look back and see how, how good that's really worked with the NFL. Like, they haven't found another Marshawn Lynch yet. No. Nope. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it just, did you ever find it? Uh, we get lucky, I guess, in Tennessee because, you know, we can see their two Kayleys, we get Derek Henry. We, we, you know, we, we luck out. But it's not like great running backs like the Christian McCaffrey, um, you know, the, even the Aaron Jones. Those guys don't they don't they don't they don't grow on trees every day. Jay, Josh Jacobs, the way he's able to end the game, yeah. And you can you can put you know eight nine in the box and he's still able to break out and still go like that. You don't you can't yeah. coach that. Look, and you look, can't. Yeah. Look at Dalvin it. Cook doesn't even have a job. How Dal- Dalvin Cook? How did yeah. Dalvin Another Cook example. not have a job? Somebody's. See, you know what's crazy is that, like, the way the NFL is based now, they're going to training camp with these guys that they got so much hope for, and then all of a sudden somebody, you know, I pray everybody stays healthy, but we all know the game, the nature of the game. Somebody Mm -hmm. goes down, and then they're going to try to get them on some, you know, cheap deal to get them in there, and it's ridiculous how they do these guys. It's so bad. No Dalvin Cook. No, with Dalvin Cook signs, hopefully he waits and signs somewhere where it's like a playoff contender because – you know, I see him in like a Miami or, you know, you even mess around and get him up there and have a one-two punch with, you know, uh, uh, Cincinnati with uh, Joe Mixon. It would be crazy. Like, there, there's room for people to, to make plays, but I can't wait to see how this, this, this season plays out with no, the running backs. No doubt. Because I know Nick Chubb's up next, guys, and that dude's a beast. What they're going to do not pay him? I just seen him squatting, I think, a 1,000 pounds the other day, so – I don't know. Wow. They bet they better pay him. Lindell Whiteman uh, is our guest, and we appreciate your time. Check out his podcast, the Smash and uh, Dash podcast, and you could uh, catch him on Twitter at the real underscore Lindell. And uh, yes, your cousin is Chauncey Billups, right? Yeah, Big Shot. Man. Yeah, Shout Mr. Big Shot. Him. Now I was in Detroit as a columnist. I covered Chauncey, the championship, and all that. Uh, and you know what I loved about your cousin? Not only did he make big shots, he wasn't afraid to take them. He was a real Mr. Big Shot. A lot of guys I watch in the NBA, and I've been covering the league since 87, they don't want the rock at the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't They don't want it. <laughs> you can, well, you yeah. see it, too. <laughs> it, 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 takes, it takes a lot of, you know, what, to – to be saying, give me the ball at the end of the game, and whether it goes in or not, be able to live with that, man. No so, doubt. All right. Shout out to my good cousin, man. No doubt, Chauncey Billups. All right, thank you, uh, Lindell White. Lindell, great talking thank to you, you. man. Take care it. of yourself. 
Thank you, DJ. Man. All right. It's an honor, man. Appreciate y'all. Thank My you. man. Appreciate you. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. Speaking about money, Daniel Schneider cashed out big time. 
And uh, to me, he, he you know he sold the Washington football team, the Commanders or whatever they're called now. Uh, and uh, Dave, Rob G, how much did he pay for the team? I don't have the number in front of me. You know what you got? He got. He sold the team for sort six, of a six billion billion dollars. That's what a B. Would a B. But 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 but. Would a billion billion, and he paid peanuts. Like seriously, this dude mishandled that organization. Uh, you remember Washington was a proud football team. They used to have a waiting list, Dave, to get into that building. Didn't win under him. All types of coaches. And then we find out in the final statement about the sale or whatever that the NFL found find it find him. He paid eight hundred million and sold it for six billion. Yeah. Okay, you want to get solid that. investment. That's a solid one. The only one better was uh, the New York Football Giants were bought for fifty for five hundred dollars, and they're worth billions now. Five hundred. Another solid in the third, investment. Yes. <laughs> so so, but Schneider uh, was fined sixty million dollars for evidence of what is it, Rob G? Sexual uh, uh, harassment in the workplace, and. He was not given the money that the owners were supposed to split. He was hiding it. Like, they actually caught him, you know, cooking the books. Like, oh, we didn't get that uh, $40 million, and, and it was supposed to be split up amongst the owners. Rob G., you have the details on it. That's right. According to the investigation, Washington withheld $11 million in revenue that should have been shared with other teams, an amount that even the report suggests was... Not accurate because they believe it was far greater, but all they could prove was eleven million. And he, this is another example, Dave, of a bad guy winning. I, I, I can't put it any other way. Daniel, Stein, he won. He did everything bad, bad management, did players wrong, coaches wrong, uh, sexual har- harassment at the workplace. He's touching people and uh, lewd comments, and he gets a, a a slap on the wrist. And he takes his six billion, and he pays his sixty million, which is a drop in the bucket. Bucket when you got six billion, right? And now he goes off to his yacht and his many homes around the world, and enjoys and, life, and enjoys the rest of life with with no accountability. Uh, you said right, right. The Washington. Senators now, senators now. No, 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 the commanders. commanders. The the commanders now, you're right. They used to be one of those franchises, right? Are you kidding? That that was considered a a very respectable. Like when you said the Redskins back in the day, it was okay. It was right back then. I mean, they were one of those. But it shows you how ownership uh, can, can really turn an organization from one that's respected to one that's that is considered just puts a bad taste in your mouth. And then with the whole sexual harassment thing, you know, obviously there's something there for you to settle for six, 60 million. Right. They, they, they got the goods. on. So you, they got right? the good, right. They got the goods. You're on not you. giving away but, money. But, just to be but at the end of the day, Rob, when you have enough money, you hang around in, in rooms where a whole bunch of other money, and a lot of that money are in this, you have a lot of power, decision making power, or they know the people who make decisions. But but then here's my thing, they did a couple things to some owners. Donald Sterling, 
Donald Sterling didn't break any rules. I'm not defending. We heard the audio tape for ourselves. Told his side piece, don't, right, don't bring any black people to the games, you know, slandered Magic Johnson. He was forced to sell his team, even though he didn't break any laws. This guy, I mean, he got forced out, but it seemed like he won, though. You know, like, even in Donald Sterling's case, he got $2 billion, and I get it. That's a lot of money. Daniel Steiner got $6 billion. Oh, he won. He won. Oh, he won. He, ain't no way he, I mean, you, all right, you're not an NFL owner anymore. I'm good with that. I was. Not going to jail. Right. He's, no he no was, record. Just pay off the $60 million. Made bad decisions as owner. And now, you know you know what? Y'all tired of my, my shenanigans. So I'm going to go ahead and put I'm the a, team up. And I'll take this six billion and take it onto the house. Oh, exactly. I got to give you sixty million. Oh, right. hold on a second. I got that in, my, in the briefcase over here. Exactly. Here's your sixty million. Now we good. And now we, I can we, go on. We, we good? good. Everybody good. Right. Okay. Now I'm gone. All right. I'll be floating around Italy in in my big yacht in about a week. No, no doubt about it. It, it is it is a uh, tragic story is what happened down to that franchise in Washington under Daniel Schneider. But now you can turn it around. You know. Hey, look, and look, now look. here's the chance. He won, Rob. He won. He won, Rob. He personally won, okay, financially. Right. Now you have new ownership. You have a fan base that has always loved their team. Always, always. And, and this may obviously re-energize them. And, and and hopefully for that fan base, not my fan base, you know, I'm a Bengals fan, but I can appreciate uh, fans who really love their team. And hopefully, you know, they'll they'll come back. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money 
on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.